0: people! I'm back again, and I have an interview with the amazing Juice K where I get to ask her questions, and you guys get to know her better. Question will be: Is um, have you ever been here to Kenya before? to Kenya. Oh God, you you should! It's it's amazing. I know I'm am pro- I'm, I'm, I'm from here, so I have to make it sound great, but it actually is. And you would love it. So for sure, you should come.
1: Yeah, I would love to come to Kenya. I actually um, interviewed someone. Let me look her up really quick. That's from Kenya. Her Mm -hmm. name is, let me see. Jesus, I have to find her. But (laughs) I love her. I've I've interviewed her from Kenya. She was so great. I heard that there's a prominent um, Indian community out there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, you guys eat like curry and everything out there.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
1: her name was Victoria Kimani. Do you know her? Do you know who I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, I've heard of her before.
1: Yeah, I interviewed her and she was like saying the same thing. She's like, You need to come to Kenya. And I'm like, I want to.
0: <laughs> well, you think you have two Kenyans who'd be happy enough to share around?
1: Oh, I would lo- that's so sweet of you. I'm going to put that on my list once all this craziness is over.
0: <laughs> yeah, god, good. It sucks. Yeah. For me. I know. But how was how's some um, quarantine been for you? Oh. um
1: it's been okay. Um it's been all right. It's in the beginning, I thought it was a party and uh-huh. I I was just eating and drinking every day. Um, <laughs> And like, I just thought it was a whole party. And then I thought it was going to be over within a month. And it wasn't, you know, it was um, a month later. I'm like, okay, I gained a few pounds. I, you know, was not really doing things that I need to do. So I was like, okay, I need to get my shit together. So then I started trying to come up with home workouts, go on a diet, you know, like try to, you know, make better out of the quarantine. Yeah. So then I was just. I started working harder. I started to, you know, focus on my goals more and things like that. So it kind of, it, it was a quarantine actually worked out better for me because it gave me more um, time to focus on myself and my career. So, and, and then with um, podcasts, as you, as you podcast as well. So I work for Dash Radio and they started doing Instagram live interviews. So they started giving um, people a chance to interview people on live. And not a lot of people were brave enough to do that. And I was like, I'm down. Like, give me whoever. So I started <laughs> So I started off with like, um, you know, like newer celebrities, like people that are up and coming. And then after I brushed up my skills and like, you know, it was nerve wracking at first because on Instagram live, it's like kind of like a live interview, like you're in person, but not really, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so I was kind of nervous. And then after I brushed up my skills, I started getting like, you know, people that are you know a little more prominent so it kind of worked out better for me it actually made me uh, get better at interviewing and you know my skills yeah
0: but how was how was all that going because you're what a radio host a youtuber an artist and actress, a podcaster (laughs) a, a model is there literally anything else you haven't done at this point what I haven't done at this point, um, I don't know how to make beats, you know, like
1: maybe next thing <laughs> I'll try to learn to make some beats. Uh, I actually love music. Um, but yeah, that, well, that's the thing in quarantine. I literally tried to, you know, push, push the boundaries and learn things that I didn't know before, like being an artist or writing songs <laughs> and things like that. So, um, so far, I think that's all that I have on my agenda. <laughs> Maybe, you know, hopefully I'll get more cool opportunities from what I already do.
0: So, is there any new songs we should be waiting for? Because I listened to the one you just put up on YouTube and it sounded amazing. Even. Oh, less. thank you. <laughs> the rapping game is on point, by there.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I was really nervous when I did it. I, I, cause I've always like, I listened to, so I'm Indian. So I listened to some like rap wannabe rappers. And then I listened to like people, you know, trying to rap. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I can rap. And I was always joking, you know, with my friends <laughs> and, and my friends made a song called Jyotiana and my name, like in Indian is Jyoti. So I was like listening to the song and I was like, it'd be cool if I wrote a verse on it. And then I was talking to my friend. Who whose song it was and I'm like hey like I wanted to write a verse on the song and he's like oh my god yes by all means do it so I wrote like a little verse and I was like really nervous and I I rapped it a few times and I didn't even know anything like I didn't know how to I don't know if I was on beat or if I wasn't I just kind of went with the flow and I sent it to him and he was like how many times did you try that and I'm like a few and he's like that's so good I'm like stop it no it's not it's horrible and he's like, no, that's really good. He's like, just wrap it a few more times. Send me some libs and let me put it together. And I'm like, okay. So then I wrapped it a few times and whatever. I sent it to him and he sent it back to me. And I was like, that's me? <laughs> so yeah. And then I just wanted to make the most rap video ever. Like, you know, I needed the cars. I needed the purse. I needed the glasses. <laughs> oh, no, I did like- <laughs> see. Yeah, I needed to make it the most rap Type video ever and yeah it's not it's I mean I didn't promote it or anything I didn't do any advertising or nothing so it's at 70k on YouTube and then the streams I can't believe that people listen to me like I'm at like a hundred thousand streams which is crazy (laughs) so yeah that's it's pretty cool and it was just for fun you know what I mean but after I, I put that song out I've had people reach out to me like hey let me put you on a track and like, and they'll like send me the beat. Like I'm an actual rapper. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like They're like, here, here's the beat. It's on. Um, I have it on 0.1 that like, they're like giving me like this, this rap lingo. And I'm like, hold on. I made only one song. <laughs> you got to tell me what that means. But I, I actually just recorded a song with a uh, UK artist, Nesty Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that should be coming out soon. I'm also working on a project with another one of my friends so yeah there's there'll be some little music projects here and there that are going to be coming out
0: <laughs> wow my god apparently COVID has not stopped you
1: oh no definitely not <laughs> if anything I feel like COVID has made me jump out of my comfort zone you know
0: seriously because from everything I've seen on your podcast and what you talk about and everything you seem like you are already fearless and bold and now we're just seeing a new version of you just by, like, on music. Yeah. Um,
1: well, the thing is that, like, yeah, that's what the funny thing about It's, like, I do review music. And I do like to, you know what I mean? I do like to talk about songs and things like that. So it's, I like, I get to see what I hear in other people's music or what I don't like in other people's music. Yeah. And, and I guess that's kind of why I feel like I, I have a good you know, I have a good ear for it. So I don't want to suck. I don't want to make music that sucks. (laughs) And I've also noticed that once you make it, it doesn't matter what kind of song you make, people think you're great. (laughs) So in the beginning, everyone thinks you suck when you jump out of your comfort zone, if you know what I mean. So a woman for, you know, an Indian woman trying to rap in our culture is kind of unheard of. So You know, I got a lot of backlash for it, but, you know, that's that's okay because that's how it starts. Everyone hates you in the beginning and then they love you.
0: (sighs) So is it different now since um, you you finally just took it out and showed the fact that, yeah, you're Indian, but you're you're freaking amazing. Oh, thank you. So so, like people from the backlash from anywhere from India or just anywhere, just like gone down or anything.
1: Um, it's been less the, the backlash I've, uh, more than the backlash, I got a lot of support. I had a lot of women supporting me actually, which is, it's, it's, it's rare when it, like sometimes in the beginning with me where, um, Indian women, like they, they're kind of, they could be mean, you know, but I've had a lot of girls like support me and say like, Oh my God, like, wow. Like, you know, I can't believe like, you know, you actually did it and this and that. So It was nice. It was nice to have like support from people. So there was a lot of people that were like, you know, supportive. So the the backlash has gone down. I mean, there's 70,000 views. There's more. There's more good, good comments than bad, I would say. And then so that's a that's a good sign. And I have people that want to see more. So definitely, I think in the beginning, it was a lot of backlash. It kind of hurt my feelings. I'm like, you guys are so mean like you know you're not you're not making music you're not out there putting yourself out there how dare you talk bad about someone who is but you have to remember that's part of the game you know that's that's just how it's going to be until you're
0: you make it that's very true so um how how is the song you made by that i i i kind of got like the words and everything Uh but like for you what did it actually mean
1: So the song, like, okay, so um, a lot of songs, like even in Indian culture, it's always about like, oh, yeah, the girl, um, she's like, it's like a weird metaphor, like she's skinnier than a pinky, (laughs) which is like, oh, she has a waist. So like in the beginning, I say uh, Indian word, I say, which in my in the original song, the guy in the chorus says that he says, you know. You're skinnier than a pinky, your body's shaped like a boat bottle, you know, and then um, all that kind of stuff. So basically, like the guy's talking about the girl and then the guy that raps it, my friend thought they he talks about like, oh, like you, bu- you bust it down, bust it down. You do it so good that you might take home the crown. Like, oh, like you're busting it down. Like the girl's doing it like she wants him to take her home. You know what I mean? So yeah. the song to me was like a woman's perspective like she's like basically saying like i'm the shit you know what i mean like and then in, like you know so she's basically like um all the brown boys wish they can have me like they wish they can have me you know internet people are always talking shit about me but basically like you know what it doesn't matter like i'm still the shit and then in the in the in like one of the choruses i mimic what the guy says he says drop it down drop it down drop it down you do it so good you might take home the crown and i say bust it down, bust it down, bust it down. I do it so good. I've been had the crown, like I've been had the crown, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to give me. You need, yeah, you don't need to give me a crown. I already have it. So um, basically, like, that's what it meant to me was like a girl's perspective. And I think that's why a lot of guys didn't like it. Because in our culture, like a woman that's like, you know, confident, and is like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, mean like they don't like that because in you know even though it's yeah. 20, 2020 they want women to be like submissive and like oh like you know you know what i mean like i'm sure they like that in kenya how men are like that as well like women are not yeah under- no yeah exactly so it's just kind of like that and it's so when they see somebody that's you know going outside the norm they don't really it makes them a little uncomfortable so yeah it was mostly men talking shit it wasn't actually any women so that should tell you something <laughs>
0: The men are very, um, hmm. don't know, because I feel like if you, there's no like specific word to describe it. There is
1: It's like we understand, we know what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. We know what we're saying. Like they're like, what do you mean all the guys are hating on you? It's like you don't, under- it's not it's like you don't understand.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a lot of men, you not know, even just here or even in India, I think it's just everywhere around the world. Like a majority of men think that they need women who are submissive and don't speak out and don't talk so much. Yeah, and just, uh, are not comfortable
1: with their sexuality and exactly. Yeah, it's it it's, it's, it's annoying. It's like we're 2020. Leave us alone. Like we have we have women in office now. Like go away. <laughs> you know exactly. Speaking of which, Actually, we're um, uh-huh. the the election. It's nerve wracking right now
0: oh yeah you guys started voting yes. yeah uh,
1: and we i obviously you know want biden to win uh, for obvious reasons and
0: oh thank god I if you said Trump, i would be so hard oh to-
1: no hell no and it's it sucks to see that the race is this close and um you know what i mean and it shows you how divided this world is because it shouldn't have been this close like that guy is clearly racist he's clearly sexist he's clearly homophobic you know there's all these factors and the race is still that close you know that's just that's sad yeah it's really
0: sad so i I actually don't understand actually my brother made a joke yesterday when we were watching the polls and he said that Because of how America has done so much to people, you know, from the time um, when they supposedly found America and they butchered all those people to um, racism, to slavery, to everything. It's like Trump was like the, your, um, like he was like the, the person, like it was karma, basically. Yeah, yeah. Just to show people that, you know you've done all this. Here's your karma, Maybe this should teach you to stop and actually just come back and be just look at everyone as one rather than divided and you know yeah. it's it just it's just kind of like sad that people think that they need to be divided and talk crap and shit about people and just look at people differently rather than just being like, "Hey, screw the fact that you're this and that or from where just just not the end at all But human beings. Mm-hmm. And let's just love each other, yeah, yeah, yeah no. it's just that
1: it. no, that's understandable, that's definitely um i I honestly don't know i have never been into politics this much before, and yeah, but it's it's interesting to see, you know, like a lot of people are more involved in politics this year, which is good, and um, what do you call it? I'm sorry. Somebody just messaged me. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was like, huh? It's about the voting too. I'm like, did he win? No, he didn't. Yeah. Okay. So um, anyways, it's just like, it's in a good way. It's made people more woke. It's made younger kids want to go out and vote and see what the hell is going on. Because before people were just letting whatever happen and say, why is this happening? But now it's like, this is happening because we're not voting. So in a way like it's, you know, it woke the world up and showed that, you know, that the world, like the um, United States is like a third world country with a Gucci belt. Like, (laughs) you know, it's like, we're still behind, like people are still racist. People are still being denied their rights. Like people are still being judged based on colors. Police brutality is still going on. And a lot of people had a um, blind eye to that, but thanks to social media and this president that we have, we've got to see how that stuff is still going on and we got to see how the closet racists are coming out, that this world still needs a lot of work. So I think in a way becoming president was not, I mean, not a good thing, but a good thing in the sense of like it's made people want to be more involved in politics and their rights and their, you know, what's going on. So I think in that way, I think it's been good that he became president, but that's the only good yeah. <laughs>
0: That's only a good thing, brother. Yeah. Um. Before we move, I just like it's for you. I think also because you're you're not you're you're brown and you're a woman. Is there any like issues with men in your industry?
1: Um. What do you mean in that sense?
0: Like, do you see that they treat you differently from how they treat maybe white women or just men? Oh,
1: Oh, my gosh. So, for example, like, all these Indian men or brown men will be liking women's pictures with bikinis, commenting, like, thirst traps under them, like, "hard eyes, you know, women that are non-brown. But God forbid me or any other brown woman wears a crop top or wears a bikini. Then it's you're a hoe, you're a slut, you're oh my God, like what, you're sexualizing yourself. What are you doing? Your parents must be proud of you. It's like, but you just liked a picture of a white girl doing the same thing. Like, what the hell, what are you talking about? You know? And it's, it's not fair in that sense because it's like, what, we're not allowed to live our life? Like, we can't be beautiful. We can't feel sexy. Um, I get that a lot from brown men all the time. Um, an- another example Brown guys love listening to Cardi B. And I'm not comparing myself to Cardi B, but I'm just saying an example. Like Cardi B, like she's sexualizing herself. She has a song called WAP. She's like, you know, she's rapping and she's doing this. People used to hate her. And now, like, everyone thinks she's great. You know what I mean? And, but there's these brown men praising her. Like, oh my God, Cardi B's dope. Cardi's that. I try to come out with a song, just like a minute verse. And I'm not even like putting my vagina out anywhere you know just like basically just like i barely maybe bent over a few times and oh you're slight you're a disgrace to your culture to your day job like you know what i mean it's just like i don't know what kind of standard they hold us at or like what they expect us to do <coughs> but god forbid we go outside the norm and we get called all these names but when it's a non-brown woman doing that um it's it's totally fine because that's what they should not should, but they can do. So I don't agree with that at all. You know, I think that's especially because that's what my podcast was basically based off of is I'm, you know, all, all of us American born or, you know, the new, the first generation born or whatever, like you can't be mad at us for being Americanized or, you know, like having to, you know, be a little different. Like, what did you expect was going to happen when we were born in this country? You thought like I was going to, like just, you know, I don't know. What did you think of what was going to happen? Like, you know, we go to with mostly non-brown people. We are, my friends are mostly non-brown people. I'm every day. The culture that's put down our throat is not Brown culture. It's American culture. So how can you even be, how can yeah. you even be mad at us for embracing that? Like they'll say you're whitewashed. No, I'm not. I'm actually American. <laughs> so it's like, you're whitewashed. You're not this. And I'm like, well, technically, I'm more American than I am Indian because I wasn't born in India, you know? So, of course, I'm going to be more this way. Oh, you're trying to be Black. So, Indian, the whole rap culture and even Indian music, people are trying to rap. in. Um, Spanish music, people are trying to rap. So, everyone's stealing from Black culture. But why are you more mad that a woman is doing it now? You know? And it's like, and I'm not stealing. I'm literally, this is who I am. So, I think it's not fair that these men try to, you know, shove things like that down our throat while they're over there supporting a non-brown, you know, brown woman. I think that's not fair. And I don't know if that's ever going to change because, you know, it's, it's, that was one of those things that it just doesn't seem like is ever going to change.
0: Yeah. That's the side. change.
1: Is. And we might <laughs> find men that I, I mean, there's more men nowadays that are more supportive But there's still gonna be more men that are not. That's just it is what it is, unfortunately.
0: Just I think I more or less don't blame the men for me. It's more the mothers. You know, like you you as a mom. Oh yes. You know, you should teach your son, like, hey I don't care where she's from. I don't care what color. I don't care. I don't really care where she's from. Basically, you respect women despite what she wants to. do. If she wants to show her boobs off to 10 billion men on the internet, you should be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm proud of you. And you have great tits, by the way. You just don't just make them feel like crap and shit. And you can't really blame the men if the, the moms are the ones who are just letting them do it because that's how you create so many screwed up men that affect women 24-7 every single day in their lives. And that's a 100%. I'm so
1: they're over there breastfeeding their sons until they're like 35. And then the men think that they're the gift to this world. You know what I mean? They think they're the best thing on this earth because oh, of their no. mothers. And they and then when a woman doesn't want to treat them like that, they think that woman is just disrespectful. She's not brought up well. It's like, no, you were spoon-fed, you know? and And it's true. These moms are like you know, setting them up for, I want to say failure because they're over there. They're out being these malicious, horrible human beings to other women. And it's like, as a mom, your duty is to treat your son, how to like respect other women, like you said. And instead you're babying them and putting them in their head. Like the girl has to be good. She has to know how to cook. She has to know how to clean. Like, what if she's She's working 12 hour shifts. Like she doesn't need to go cook and clean. You know what I mean? She got, she's working, you know, or like, if she doesn't know how it's not her fault, maybe her upbringing was different than your upbringing. You know, maybe she never had time to be in the kitchen and be trained to be a wife. Maybe she was working since she was 16 years old, you know, nobody, it's not, it's not fair. And I agree with you a hundred percent. I think it's the older generation parents that are raising these kids, like it's 1960s when it's 2000s, like we need to get with the program. So you're basically setting your son up for failure. And my brother, like I I think my brother has learned a lot of respect for women. He's, um, he's American born, he's five years younger than me. But he's, he's very mm-hmm. baby. So he's always looking for women to like, baby him. So that's where my mom is fucked up. And I've seen that in the I've seen that in the creation. You know what I mean? I've seen how like she's she's taking his dishes while he just ate them. And then when he's at my house, I'm like, uh-uh, you're going to pick up those dishes and wash that shit. <laughs> that's not going to fly over here, honey. Like that's not, I'm not your mom. And you know, that's when some of the kids hit reality when they go out there. So I've seen my brother in the sense, he's a respectful guy because he has, he's been raised by me and my mom. So in that sense, he's a good kid, but um, I've seen seen the influence of my mother babying him, and that's not very, it's
0: not very cute. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Now I feel like it's, it's a lot of um, brown parents, just say it? it's like black to like brown parents. I think it's just women overall with their sons, because my brother is exactly it's the annoying. same. Where <laughs> my mom has him, my brother can bring his girlfriends over, and my mom will say hi to them like she's met them, but. God oh, forbid I bring a boy. It's over. <laughs> it's over. She's thinking. She's thinking you're gonna get
1: pregnant, have an abortion, run away from mall. Exactly. It's over for you. No one's gonna oh. marry you.
0: God. Yeah. My mom met my my mom met my my college boyfriend mm-hmm. once. Immediately she met him, she was like, I don't like him. <laughs> I asked why. She was just like, I just don't like him. Okay. <laughs> no reason at all. So I just- never.
1: Uh, no reason. the way
0: he smells just the- <laughs> that's the thing he was so polite so naive and nothing she just hated him and it's it, it, I feel like it's more of like a double standard and I think that's why for me if I had kids it's also taught me that I will have to bring them up equally and just show my kids that you know what I'm not even if the world may not respect the fact that you're a woman or you're a guy or you're black it's not the end of it all in this house you are both equal. You can bring a boyfriend and just know I will accept him with him and yes. I will accept I mean, him. mean, you can't
1: take him in the room with you and close the door but he can come over. <laughs> you know there's there's boundaries, you know, but it's true exactly. There's I mean at the end of the day like I'm o- I'm okay with gender roles. I'm not going to lie with lie to you about that. Like I'm okay with the gender roles. I've grown up with you know like I've grown up with where like my guy friends like you know they take care of the girlfriends or like you know they they make sure we're good you know like you know what I mean like the guys like, like yeah. you're gonna go fix something for me like I don't want to move this shit like I can I'm not saying I can't move this shit but if there's a man if there if there's a man there I'm gonna ask the man you know <laughs> so exactly. like those kind of rules I'm okay with but the gender rules when it comes when it, when they get to you need to know how to cook or you need to know know how to do that. There's no need for any of that. You know what I mean? So there's, there's different things. Like if I have a, a daughter and a, a, a daughter and a son, of course I'm going to tell the son you need to take care of your sister, but it doesn't mean her sister can't take care of herself. It's like that. that there's a, di- there's a difference. Exactly. There's a difference to teach them. It's like your sister can take care of herself, but you as a boy, you know, it's your duty to make sure she's good. So there's ways to t- treat that. Not like, Oh God, your sister can't do anything. So you have, you know, your sister. You have to make sure you only do, you know, like no, not like how they do that now. So I think, I think us as like how you you'll you'll make a great mother, and I feel like people in our generation are going to be not I want to say better parents, but they're going to teach our kids more liberal things. Yeah,
0: very yeah. true. I think it needs to change and it will actually benefit that so much.
1: hundred percent,
0: hundred percent. I can't even deny that, but, but, um, so is there like anyone we should know that you're dating anyway?
1: Oh, that I'm dating. Cause from, I,
0: <laughs> you're dating someone.
1: Oh, no. What we were you saying? From what were you saying?
0: Uh, I watched one of your, um, videos. Um, about virtual dating, I really, I found it really funny and it just made, it just caught me. And I just thought, um, if you were dating anyone,
1: um, so I, during the pandemic, I wasn't dating anybody. I was very lonely. (laughs) I was like, damn, I wish I had a boyfriend or something. Um, but before that I was dating somebody in the industry. I'm not going to say any names, but like a very big name. And I realized really quickly that I'm not, I am I am traditional in the sense of I do want a traditional relationship where like he was he was more like, you know, I'm pretty sure that I wasn't the only person he was talking to. I'm sure I was like the main girl he was talking to, but I'm just trying to be the main girl and only girl that someone's talking to. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't care if you're whatever status you have. Like, you know, I realized that at the end of the day, the morality. And like, I still have the brown Indian stuff in me. It's like, no, you're mine. Like, no, you're not talking to nobody else, you know? And just a sense of like, I'm like, I realize that I'm not saying every person in the industry is like that, but you have to have a very strong mind and strong head on your shoulders to deal with somebody that's constantly, you know, approached by women constantly has women at his fingertips. It's really hard, you know? So yeah. I decided to, you know, we both decided to end it. It was sad. I was like in love with him. And then it was just then quarantine happened. And I was even more sad because I was like, damn, like, you know, I'm like by myself. And then I tried to date someone and he. it turned out he had a girlfriend the whole time. Yeah. Okay. What a fucking douchebag. I had to do some Instagram investigating and me and my friend figured out that he's a piece of shit. So then I was, like, really done with men. Like, I was, like, a born-again virgin. Like, I was, like, you know what? I threw away my birth control. I was, like, fuck men. I'm waiting till marriage. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, like, totally, like, <laughs> fuck everyone. Um. So for, like, I want to say for about since March, April, May, June, July, August. September. So seven months I was, like, completely single, living my best life. And then I went to New York for work and my friend was like, come out to dinner with me. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then she was asking one of her mutual friends. She was like, hey, um, where should me and my girl go eat? And he was like, who's your friend? (laughs) So I guess he was was getting out of like a – he got out of like a little thing too. And she was like, oh, my friend's visiting. Like, you know, you're from New York. like." it's not going to work. And he's like, well, what does she look like? So I guess she sent him a picture and he's like, Oh, keep her there. I'm coming. <laughs> and, and um, I was laughing when she told me that. And I was like, I don't care. He can come if he wants like not thinking anything of it, you know? And then she like, she's like, yeah. she like, didn't have a picture of him. She's like, let's FaceTime him. She FaceTimed him and I couldn't really see him. Like I couldn't tell if he was like, he didn't look, you know, he, I, I don't want to be mean, but like, he looked handsome. And I was like, whatever, not, not like a no big deal. So he comes to dinner and he, we get in the car, like he comes and picks us up, we get in the car and his voice is like, hello, like super deep. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I love like I love, like, hyper masculine yeah. men that are just like super like, like, you know what I mean? Like a guy and his voice was so deep. And I was, and I was like, oh yeah. my God. And then we, uh, we got out of the car to go to dinner and then I looked at his height and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like he was like six foot four. And I'm like, check, deep voice, check. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then, um, but then at dinner, he's not really like, I'm used to men like flirting with me a lot or like, you know, engaging with me. He wasn't really like all over me yeah. or anything. And I'm like, oh, maybe he's just not interested or whatever, you know? So I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm just being myself, you know? And because, you know, like, like when you, mm-hmm. either like when you barely meet somebody, you're not yourself, or if you realize, like, ah, eh, it's, it's, it's probably just nothing, then you're just yourself. So I was just myself. We're, like, drinking, mm-hmm. we're taking shots, this and that. And um, I'm just, I'm like, I mean, he kind of talks to me, but very quiet. Like, he's very quiet. So then um, we go back to my friend's place, and then he loosens up a little bit, and then he's kind of like, you know, then the flirting starts, like the ha, 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 and you hit the person on the shoulder, and then you guys gotta start sitting next to each other, and I'm like, okay, so maybe he does like me. so um but anyway so then we ended up like when my friend went to sleep we like made out and stuff but that was about it and I was like oh that's nothing whatever it's been a long time since I kissed a guy (laughs) and yeah and then he um he has to go to like go buy property in some 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 different state I'm like okay this is not gonna work out okay whatever so then I end up staying in New York for a couple more days and then he comes and he takes me out for dinner and then we end up like really liking each other so you know so now we're dating well I'm not we're not boyfriend girlfriend but we're you know we're, see, we're seeing one a, we're seeing one another we're seeing where things that's what you gotta say in 2020 <laughs> <laughs> See where, seeing where things are gonna go but yeah it was very it's always, it always happens like that when you're not looking for it is when you're gonna find it and I've always wanted to find people someone through a mutual friend because I feel like if you're mutually friends with somebody, like there's something that's connecting everyone, you know? Yeah, so yeah. he's so far so good. Um let's let's to have somebody during the winter. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So wait, does he still yeah. live in yeah, New York? Yeah, only, we've only been
1: talking else? for about a month and a half. He lives in New York, but I went and visited him recently. He's going to come here in a few weeks. And then I'm going to, i never experienced a cold winter because I live in LA. So I'm going to, I want to go there for like around Christmas yeah. time and freeze my ass off. So I'm excited. I'm excited to have like, you know, uh, actual Christmas.
0: <laughs> with, the, with, the, with, the whole with the snow thing with and the everything. my ass
1: off with like, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I don't, I like, you know, I don't want to give it like, I, I don't want to say, I don't know what's going to happen or I don't want to give it too much anything and i'm just going with the flow you know so and it's somebody that's not this i've always dated people that are indian and my last boyfriend that was in the industry he wasn't indian and then this one he's also not indian and i realized that like even though that's been shoved down my throat my whole life that you have to be with an indian like you realize like people of different cultures are just as similar as you in certain ways like yeah you might not speak the same language like but the values and like the culture is all kind of still there you know so so it's nice to see that
0: so is he he's like your first outside indian type of boyfriend because the last last guy was just like kind of talking to him
1: he doesn't we won't call him boyfriend so this one like yeah he's like he's puerto rican and they're and he's like he's just like an indian guy like i'm not gonna lie to you like I showed him what I was going to take to, um, I went to Cancun to, you know, to try new clothes on. Like, you know, I was trying on stuff while he was um, visiting me because I was going to go to Cancun with my friends. And he saw like, the, he saw like the bikinis I was yeah. wearing. He's like, where's the rest of it? And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And then he's like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You always think it's Indian guys that are like that. But no, it's just men in general i'm just like i'm like i'm like, he's like you're gonna wear that over there and i'm like yeah and he's like okay and i'm like what do you mean okay okay like you know how when a girl says have fun it was like a okay and i'm like yeah all right <laughs> do you not want me to <laughs> like i'm just like so confused but it's like you know at the end of the day i'm like wow like it's just not indian men or brown men it's just met any kind and every man or any (laughs) man with like some kind of culture in him he's like bitch you're not gonna wear that (laughs)
0: like
1: so yeah and it was it's kind of it's cute to me because it's like it's funny because I used to just think it's Indian guys that are like that and even my last guy that I was talking to he was half black half white he used to be like that not with what I was wearing but it would be like pictures that I would post and I'm like you're in the music industry you're butthurt about what pictures I'm posting you know and it's it's funny, you realize that it's not just your cultured men all the time or some some certain situation. Obviously, mentality-wise, you know, the, the mentality is definitely yeah. different. But when it comes to, like, similarities about, like, what my girl is wearing and this and that, they're kind of the same.
0: Yeah. Mm, very true. But, yeah. And I feel like they want you to, like, dress like a – like a nun, so it's that's exactly what it is.
1: I told him that I was like, so what but, do you want me to do? Wear a turtleneck in in um in LA? He's like, yeah. I, like, well, I thought he was. I going to say, like, yeah, that's exactly what I want you to do. Talking about, I'm like, no, and he's like, uh, I'm like, well, in the beginning, like I was wearing, you know, whatever when we were talking. He's like, yeah, he's like, and he's like, and now, like, I realize that I care about you, and I don't want anyone looking at you, and I'm like, oh. Uh-huh okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it was fine when yeah. i was dressed like that then. Like, but me- now because <laughs> you didn't care about me no now I'm I'm like, like, what? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah it's guys are weird <laughs> i don't understand it but but the thing with him is like he's like but you could wear that when okay so there's difference in saying it there's like you can never wear that or when they're like you can wear that when i'm <laughs> around so that's what he said he's like well, when I'm with you, I don't care what you wear, and it's so it's like oh. Oh, okay because you're with me. I get it. you know what I mean. It's like weird. It's it's it is, and he's he's not the only yeah. one. The last guy that I was with said the same thing. He was like, I don't care if you wear it when I'm there, and I'm like so confused, and I'm like, what's good? What? But Indian men will just be like, no, you can't wear that. Period.
0: <laughs> it's like I think yeah. It, it kind of does make sense because he, he would, I think, in some way, it's kind of like a protective mm-hmm. type of thing. But also, he kind of wants you to be like all sexy for him, but also sexy for you. But then mm-hmm. all at the same time, because I think because of like how it is when you go out and men are, and men are, mm-hmm. yeah. So he would rather be with you mm-hmm. when men are looking at you and be able to stand yeah. next to you and be like, yo, that's my exactly. girl, so don't even try. But feels to be, you know, you and just dress the way you like and he likes. So I kind of get that's really. It's not. Yeah, ex- exactly
1: speech. right. So if you, if you put it that way, then it's like, okay, all right, I I can understand that. But when they're just like, no, you can never wear that, then you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> okay, if I don't wear that. The new no. Yeah. Then there's, there's <laughs> levels to it. You know,
1: there's levels. There's levels. <laughs>
0: So, like, um, when, like, uh, because you're Indian, do you have, do you have pressures with, like, getting married? Um,
1: my parents know better. But when I was younger, I mean, before, yes, they used to say that to me. But now I feel like my parents know that I'm trying to be successful before I take that route. And I've also said that, you know, I'm taking my time to find somebody. And I'm blessed to have parents that are not pressuring me. Obviously I get the, I get the jabs here and there. Like, Oh yeah. Well, one day when you have kids, I'll be, you know, I'll be able to just take care of them or, you know, stupid shit like that. Like, yeah, that's all, you know, all I want to do in life, you know, one day when you get married, you know, just like, I'll get that, but it's never like any pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 more like jabs, like, you know, like, well, if you were to get married, you know, like stuff like that. But it's never like you have to. So I'm blessed. I'm blessed in that sense. But yeah. it's also because I take care of my mom. So she's not trying to fuck that up. <laughs> she's like, you know what? My daughter's taking care of me. It's not like she's out there just messing around. So, so I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm good. Yeah,
0: she's good. <laughs> so have you ever dated any, like, have you ever dated a girl do they both No, just i
1: love penis <laughs> uh, there's nothing wrong with being a playing for the other team but i women are beautiful i mean i've made out with a woman before but that's because she made out with me i didn't make out with her um it, I, I didn't
0: what? You, you did kind you of make up. <laughs> yeah, you I was continued. like, oh you did.
1: And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And then we made out. But it didn't like make me turned on or anything, if that makes sense, you know? It was just kinda like it was just kind of like, okay, cool. Like
0: <laughs> huh? it's just like you just yeah, kissed. Exactly. No, that's it's I over so
1: that's what that's that's when I realized I only like men.
0: <laughs> yeah Back. <laughs> okay. so when did you start like dating what do people? you mean like, oh like how old were you like how old were you crazy, so
1: I didn't start dating people till I got into college I mean I had like little fake boyfriends here and there but they don't really count like they because I didn't really do anything with them you know <laughs> so I I didn't really get to start dating until about um in in college and, you know, you have to, you don't really know what you're doing. You know, I dated the worst of the worst, but Hey, no, you know, you live and you learn.
0: Sure. So you're what you're 29, right? So how does it feel? Like you're almost in your thirties. You're about to leave being in 20s I don't think about it I go backwards too. every
1: year I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 28 forever that's how I look at it um it, <laughs> it doesn't honestly I feel more wiser now like I wish all the stuff that I know now I knew back then in that sense you know what I mean but other than that like it feels good you know I feel like I'm wiser I have my shit together I I mean I wish I would have had my shit together like five years ago but then I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't have the experiences that I have. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. So it feels good, actually. I, I feel,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, age really is just a number because guys do not give a shit when you tell them your age. I, and people always tell me that I look 25 <laughs> or younger. So, <laughs> so I'm okay with it. As long as they keep telling me I look young, I am fine.
0: <laughs> oh, <clears throat> hey so did you, when did you like move oh, I out moved
1: out when I moved out a few times but I moved out when I was eighteen I was living with my friend we were going to college then I moved back home that's when rent was only like four hundred dollars um but I was having some is- issues at home and then i um moved back home and I was home until i want to say I was twenty Four and then I moved to LA and yeah I've just been on my own since and I love it and I never I used to live with roommates and I finally make decent enough a decent amount of money enough to not what you call it have to rely on you know uh, having roommates and it's a nice feeling it's nice yeah. I loved my roommates not like that but you know privacy is privacy
0: oh yeah just coming home Everything. doing whatever you want walking
1: around naked like I can never give that up <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like wait you're not actually no, from I'm, LA? Um, I was born
1: in New York actually and I, I was born in New York and I moved to California when I was 12 and then I used to live in the Bay Area in um, Santa Clara California and then from Santa, from Santa Clara mm-hmm. I from Santa Clara I moved to LA to the from the bay to LA Mhm wow. and I love LA I love Los Angeles but if I I mean I went back to New York when I went to, for work and then I met my guy and I was thinking about maybe moving to New York for maybe I want to say a year and see how it is out there
0: Oh, yeah yeah cuz your job is flexible.
1: So I mean, when am I going to do it? Now or never, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have kids, I don't have a dog. <laughs> I don't have to worry about things like that. So, I'm thinking about it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do it. We'll see.
0: So, like um do you like enjoy LA like Versus like any other versus like if you had to pick between LA and New York or actually I think, just anywhere I think LA is- I love LA
1: I love LA I um it's my favorite place in the world I I do love New York as well I love the culture it's different but I'm not I can't handle cold yeah and the when I was there this recently it was so fucking cold and I was like I can't do this and he was like, "How are you going to come in winter?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going to just come visit for winter. I'm not going to live here." <laughs> you know, I was like, "Fuck that!" Like, I'm good, but, but yeah, I don't know if I could do. I don't know if I could do that.
0: So, like, you, you're not. You talk a lot about like your past uh-huh. and everything. As for, uh huh, go ahead. Um, I- is that like any has it like affected you to being who you are or just anything you've yeah, learned from yeah, it? My
1: headphone just popped off. I'm like multitasking. I have to go to an oh, appointment. a okay. few. um what you call it? Yes, it has. Well, so one more second, sorry, one more second. I dropped my headphones. <laughs> I growing up I was oh. really close to my father and um he was battling drug addiction and it was really hard to see somebody that's really close to you battle addiction and especially battle it and then on top of that not um admit that they're going through it you know and that really really affected me because I was kind of like you know my mom was going through it on her own I was going through it on my own and it was it was hard I didn't really have anybody to talk to and then in our Indian culture it's like looked down upon if something like that's happening in your family, like rather than, you know, people wanting to help you, they just kind of, and I don't want to say everyone because I've Indian friends that have my back, but you know, like culturally, like, Oh my God, instead of being like, Hey, do you guys need help? It was more like a, like a shameful thing, you know, like, like, Oh, our dad yeah. does drugs. Maybe that's why. Like then people started making rumors about me and then, and then Brown people are mean. Like I've always been, um, I want to say targeted by Indian girls. Like I've always been very different. I've always been very outspoken, very like, you know, to them different. Like I wasn't trying to fit in. I was always trying to, I know that sounds cliche. I was just trying to be myself. I didn't care what other people thought about me. And in in our culture, people worry about what people say about you because it's such a close knit, you know, you're supposed to be a certain way and you know, this and that. And like, I didn't care about stuff like that because one my dad was battling drugs no one really knew that so it's like if that's going on in my house I can highly give a fuck what you guys have to say about me you know and you know, I have other problems and yeah. so I was very lonely and I used to just you know kind of try to fight that through my you know by myself and like not having too many you know trying to fit into the Indian culture but they didn't really like you and then Going home and dealing with your dad, your best friend being on drugs, and your mom like always fighting all the time. You're not really close to her because she's dealing with it a certain way. So, and then your brother is younger than you. He's out with his friends all the time. So, it definitely like I got to see the worst of the worst, and I got to deal with the worst of the worst, and and it sucked, you know. And, And so, I I definitely to um it definitely shaped me into who I am. And I, it's made me stronger. I mean, I hit rock bottom. Hi. And that's why I moved to LA to get away from all that and start a new, a new life. And I feel like social media, not social media, but I want to say, well, kind of, like, this, the social world helped me escape my reality. And it helped me be somebody else outside of what people wanted me to be or what my home life was like. <laughs>
0: So, are you close with yeah, your parents? Than no. I was
1: before you know sometimes you gotta leave to you know you gotta leave
0: sometimes okay. sure. so um i i I checked up on you and I found that that mm. you did business did. management, did business management from
1: but girl. that was just to do a degree. I didn't really care about it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I just wanted to do anything to get out of the house and give my parents a nice little pretty degree and just say, all right, bye. <laughs> you know, here you go. <laughs> Business management was probably the easiest degree I ever did. I tried nursing and I realized that I realized that I, mm-hmm. I'm i not, that's not for me. I don't have the heart for nursing. God bless nurses who deal with shit like that every day. I I can't, it's too much.
0: Yeah. So, like, were your parents, like, supportive since the fact that you went from business management that would have taken you to a different costs, and then you just um, moved to Vine?
1: Yes and no. I think they liked that, you know, I was l- liked by other people, but they were also like, this is not a career, you know, this is not, you know, parents are always thinking about future, like, this is not something you're going to do forever, You know whatever whatever so it's like they weren't like don't do it but they were saying like don't rely on it and you know I I proved them wrong but it was nice to but it wasn't it was hard I'd always every time my mom would talk to me she'd be like you need to start doing something else you need to get another job you need to do this and it was so annoying and then finally when the money started coming in She, you know, when they start parent brown parents, they don't think they think it's not their fault. Like they, they want you to do good. You know what I mean? It's not their fault. They, they want you to be more successful and this and that. It's not, you know, it's not like they're just haters. (laughs) They just don't know. They don't know this new life. They don't know this social media world. They don't know how much money this is in. So until you show them the money and the, and the stuff that you're getting, that's when they're going to believe you. (laughs) So that's when, that's when she was like, oh, okay, well, s- save your money now. <laughs> it was like, the, you know, it was like, get another job. Now it's like, s- save your money. Stop spending your money.
0: <laughs> when did you stop making design videos, by the way? Dropped my oh, that's okay. phones again. Mm-mm.
1: I have like a doctor's appointment, so I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna get in the car soon. But you said, uh, when did I what? I when did you Vine start reviews? making Vine well, I was making them until Vine was going on until the app Vine got deleted. Well, whatever, whatever it was, they got sold or they shut down. I was making them from then. I had like a hundred. I had like a hundred thousand followers. I had like a million views on there. I was popping. <laughs> And, and the funny thing was that I wasn't trying to be. I didn't really. I, I just did it for fun. It was like my escape from reality. You know? it, was, it was my escape from my family situation. You know, to see people base you on laughs and jokes rather than, you know, back home where people are judging you for stupid stuff. It was nice. Yeah. Huh? So you stepped um, when you were home? I I don't really remember to be honest. No, with you. No. It's been a while. Uh maybe 4 years ago. Yeah, 4 years ago mm-hmm. and I've been I've been yeah. I've been hustling ever since. I wish I lived in LA when I was making Vine videos. I think I would have been way more popular, but I was living in a small town where I was the only one I was the only one making Vine videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they were like, what is she doing? Who does she think she is? This is stupid. You know how everyone always thinks in the beginning when you're doing stuff like that, you're stupid. Yeah. Yes, ma'am.
0: So as a musician, is there any single person that you'd want to actually do it? Oh, God, I'm not even in
1: no... No position to do that right now at the moment. But I feel like in the Indian industry, if I wanted to, I don't, if I wanted to collab with somebody, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be an issue. You know what I mean? Because I'm like kind of popular in the Indian community. But I want to, I want to make more of a name for myself before I collaborate with anybody. But if it was the American, like in the English, like in the, I mean, shit, Drake. If I could, Um, but if I were to collaborate with a, love love, love Rihanna. If she ever makes me again, that's my girl. And I'm also a big Chris Brown fan. I love Chris Brown.
0: You acted in an Indian TV show. show?
1: an Indian actress. Um, Her name is K. Ray. Shout out K. Ray. She's one of, she's one of my like social media friends. She was. um, She had a web series that was already popular, and then they needed somebody for the character called Nevi, which was like a like super liberal, badass, like cousin. You know, very like basically who I am times ten. And they they sent me like the character, and they were like, "We think you'd be perfect for this. We'll fly you out to Canada." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm down to do that. That's pretty cool." And we. So they flew me out and I, they, I gave me the script that I was supposed to memorize before I got there, but I didn't, but I memorized it on the plane. Cause the plane ride was like, I think about like four, four or five hours. So I was on the plane memorizing it, this and that. And, um, I got there and I've never really done like a, I've done like vines and stuff, but that just cause you do vines doesn't mean that you're like, you know, an actual actress. Cause at that point you're just making videos for yourself. You know what I mean? And yeah, so then I yeah I shot a couple scenes and then I figured out what the what she wanted the the what do you call it the director and I basically like I killed it like mm-hmm. I was doing some improv sometimes like I would say things that I thought would like sound better and she was like I love it and then it was it was really fun and when the episode aired I was one of the I was a lot of people's favorite favorite actor from that show so it's kind
0: of cool so So, if you could ask would you act again one day
1: i want to have a a famous show on netflix and just be like what do you call it and just have the reruns for the rest of my life and be rich (laughs) yeah but no that would be great i love i like acting i like comedic acting to me comedic acting comes naturally and i think that would be amazing
0: Yeah. so well i would have to have the biggest question the last one would be um if you like three things you would tell anyone when it has to do with in your industry like starting in music or vines or podcasts and any three tips say, that you would give do them? your
1: research know what you're talking about and basically keep going don't get discouraged i know that especially nowadays with covid everybody's doing everything you know what i mean and it's it's it, it could be really discouraging but yeah. you have to remember that yeah everybody's doing everything but not everybody is you and hard work and passion is what's gonna you know keep you keep you going and that's what's going to keep you relevant I mean I'm sorry I'm like trying to multitask I'm sounding like I'm sounding like Trump right now um, so if you okay, put your mind to it be strong like be strong minded because people are not everyone's going to like you and it's social media it's like everybody has a keyboard everybody has an opinion everybody has something to say so don't listen to them as long as you're true to yourself and true to your craft and what you want to do you'll be fine just make sure that you figure out one, yeah. what you want to do and you stick to it and you do the best that you are able to do at it because there's so many people out there doing the same thing as you. So try to be different and try to just be yourself and don't let these Internet warriors and these haters get yeah. to you.
0: Oh, thank you. Uh, It was amazing. And I cannot wait to do this with you again. Please do
1: let me know when the show is going to air. I'll promote it. Um, Everybody listening, follow me on at J-O-T-Y-K-A-Y on on all social media platforms. My website is um, Jody K World, J-O-T-Y-K-A-Y World dot com. Definitely have more stuff coming at you guys. And thank you so much for listening.